So he says, I'm gonna need the paperwork. I'm like, okay. I didn't expect that at all, so it's in the trunk. Let me get it. <laughs> <laughs> I have to pop the trunk, go back there, get the paperwork, show it to him. I don't believe he actually looks at anything on the paperwork. Like, he <laughs> literally just looks to see that they're papers. And it's like, <laughs> all right, well. Story checks out. So I'm sitting at lunch with my buddy from work, and somehow the topic of christmas songs comes up and i talk about you know baby it's cold outside that song being <laughs> being incredibly very much 100 percent rapey yeah it's a date rape song yes he denies it he says no that's that that's just not the context when she says this she means blah 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 and i'm just like okay now you sound like the most rapey person talking about this <laughs> date rapey song it's impossible to defend date rape without sounding pro date rape yeah. i don't know what it is it's just this weird thing it's because that, that whole song is just like you know it's well i think i should probably get going no 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 it's cold just come on over here and have another drink you know have another cigarette let's just chill how can you not hear date rape in that song i don't know i do hear date rape in that song okay so. it depends on the version there's some versions where the lady sings it in such a way that you can hear her hard nipples in the timber of her voice and it's it sounds like she's going along with it and that's fine but sometimes no, no, no. it's not. You're right. You can't defend date rape and not sound like you're pro date rape. <laughs> you're right. Because you totally sound rapey. Also, you can hear the hard nipples in the timber of her voice. Oh my yeah. God. She's like, maybe just a little bit more. And she's kind of winking with her voice. And like, that's okay. But like the, the normal version is like, no, she's trying to get out of there. Just she, No means no, sir. Yes, it's cold outside. Give her her coat back and let her go home. Put some records on while I pour. No, Sammy Davis Jr. She is trying to leave. You be a gentleman and you get her coat. There's going to be a, a modern version where like, baby, you're drunk outside. <laughs> Better not try and make it home. You peed in my bush. That's not a car. <laughs> you won't get far. <laughs> you just took a dump in my mailbox. <laughs> I was trying to sing that, but I was laughing too hard. <laughs> this is actually probably, it sounds like a person you should probably just get an Uber for. I don't want you coming back inside. Yeah. Pooped in your mailbox. <laughs> you peed in the bush and you pooped in the mailbox. Let's just, <laughs> it's time for you to go. How do you poop in the mailbox? Like, if you're that inebriated, there's no way you're going to be able to get at an angle. You would have to have a lot of hot pot pressure build up to push it out and into the mailbox. I mean, maybe if you have, like, like a mail slot, that I could see. You pooped in my mail slot. And that's even worse, because then it's just on your floor. Girl poops in your mailbox. You just go get a new mailbox. She poops in your mail slot. That relationship is over. I don't care if it's cold outside. I don't know. I've heard some guys are into that. That is one thing you should not be into. Mailbox pooping. For that mail slot, I was spelling mail, M-A-L-E. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that would come across, but no, it didn't, so I had to spell it out literally for you. <laughs> I had an interesting experience at an airport once. We were... Coming back from a week-long trip to Disney World, which was a ton of fun, but extremely exhausting. Mom and Dad, very, very tired. And we left our car at the parking lot, and when you park, 
they're like, make sure you remember where you park your car. And they have all these things where you can write down the sign, the row and all that stuff. And so I did that. And I carried around with me the entire time a little piece of paper that said section C row six, because that's where I parked my car. We get back from Disneyland. My wife is tired. I am tired. I'm like, you guys can just wait here. I will go get the car and I'll come back and get you. She's like, you have it written down where it is, right? I'm like, yes, absolutely. I know exactly where it is. Don't leave me here very long. Okay, I won't. I will go straight to where the car is, take the shuttle. It'll be fine. So I got on the shuttle, and I went to C, and I went to row six. My car's not there. It's nowhere around. I'm like, hmm, this is weird. This is really weird. I went up and down, like, maybe maybe I meant nine? Did dyslexia kick me in the balls? What's what's going on? So I go to nine. It's not nine. I'm like, ha, ah, this, this is weird. And all of a sudden, I realized... Like, wait, this doesn't even feel remotely right. Like, this feels like a totally different part of this massive parking lot. While we are gone, they had redone their numbering system and went from an ABC lot to an ABCD lot. And so my car was now in the D section, which did not exist on Monday. That's messed up. Yeah. Took me an hour to find my car. I'm lucky I'm still married. I mean, that's not on you. There's nothing you could do about that. I know that's not on me, but my wife found a way to pin it on me. You know, when you're tired, you want to just go home. You're not thinking straight. I'm not blaming her or anything. But yeah, she was not happy. That is... that that. I mean, if you want to do something like that, then you're going to have to, yeah, an inconvenience somebody at some point. But send out a, an email or something? Yeah, exactly. So airports are uh, they're bad news. Oh yeah, they can they can be a wonderful, uh, efficient, well-oiled machine, and they can be the largest piece of crap you've ever had to dig your way out of, and it can all happen in the same day. They do have Cinnabons. That's good. There you go. That's a that's a silver lining if I ever heard one. The Atlanta airport that we flew through uh, both ways had a TGI Fridays. I'm not really that. Okay. That was a good thing. <laughs> I thought there was gonna be a story. No, but apparently that was too much to ask. There's just a Friday. Yeah, no story. <laughs> it was just good that that was there because we got to eat there both times, and it, <laughs> it's something you know. It's familiar. It's also I got a big menu. We had long layovers both times, so we had plenty of time. It's just all the elements came together, so it wasn't just, well, let's eat at this sketchy sandwich stand. Oh, my wife got food poisoning because the turkey there was bad or something. Here at TGI Fridays, we don't serve food poisoning. You, it's right in the ad. You you have a lot of faith in TGI Fridays. <laughs> I'm, I'm not sure if that's entirely appropriately placed. I will say that, yes, I have blind faith in pretty much any chain. That's the stupidest blind faith you could have. It is, but it has never steered me personally wrong. The, the news is always full of, like, Me you know. personally. I did not say news. I know Chipotle had the whole thing with the bad meat and salmonella and everything for a long time, but I ain't experienced it, so I still eat at Chipotle. <laughs> That's fine. I, 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 I get that. You can't let the, the news and the dire warnings that it contains rule your life, or you'll never eat anything anywhere, but TJ Fridays is not the place that you should hold as a bastion of food safety tips. They're named after not caring because it's Friday and screw it. Thank God it's Friday. Don't have to wash my hands. No, 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 wait. You're going to the kitchen. You need to wash your hands. Nope. TGIF. It's like, that's not what it means. Chad, 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 get back in here. That's why I won't eat at TGF Fridays or at L-O-L-W's. No, man. YOLO's. I won't eat at YOLO's because Chad's work at YOLO's too. And they, you know, touch their ding dong and then they go... Make me my potato skins. I mean, 
that's specific. I was thinking any other food health crisis, and you're just like, nope, dude's touching dongs. Number <laughs> one problem with food. Well, that's what causes problems. Not everything. Meat going bad and meat going good. So by by yeah. meat, are you talking about dongs? Because <laughs> yeah, I don't think I th- I'm pretty sure the Chipotle crisis did not start with dude touching himself. You never know. The more stories I hear about restaurants, the more I'm like, why do I eat at restaurants? But I keep eating at restaurants. Yes, so. yeah, that's because the American way. You're helping out the economy. Food is delicious. Uh, many other reasons. But yeah, don't eat at restaurants. It's disgusting. <laughs> Having other people interact with your food, so gross. Yeah, it's a sad part of the I want to go out and get food that you have to you have to own up to the fact that somebody else is going to touch it at some point. <laughs> and you just hope that Chad has washed his hands after he touched his balls. Well, the sign says he must, so I mean, Chad's not one to turn down what a sign tells him. <laughs> I really wish the sign would just say that. Don't forget to wash your hands before you go back to work. You know that means you, Chad. <laughs> All employees, parentheses, including Chad, must wash hands before returning to work. You are not exempt, Chad. I will smell your hands before you go back to the serving line. <laughs> so every year, uh, my wife does translation for the Food Health Inspector Organization, whatever that's called. The, uh, there's an acronym, but I can't remember it. But she translates their training material into Chinese every year. So she knows all the rules that restaurants have to follow. And she makes me and my kids follow them. And uh, it's so obnoxious. So much hand washing. So much putting meat in the fridge. It's like, come on. My mother-in-law was the same. She worked for a company like that for years. And eventually, though, you you ask yourself... Okay, am I really being, am I just lazy and I don't want to do this? Or am I really being asked to like go so far above and beyond that this is encroaching on my liberties as a human being? <laughs> and that's never the case. Like, it's like, just wash your hands before you handle that meat. Well, screw you. I can do whatever I want. This is my food. This is America. Yeah. Put my hands in this meat and then I'm going to cut these potatoes. Thomas Jefferson died so I could wash my hands, but only for 10 seconds and not have to sing the stupid alphabet song while I do it. She and my wife are the reason why I cannot go to a restaurant that serves hamburgers and get a burger that's anything but well done. Now that is a violation of the Geneva Accords. You want a medium rare burger. You get a medium rare burger. I don't care if it might kill you. It's better to have loved and lost than never to have loved at all. I'm not worried about it killing me. I'm just worried about hearing about it for the next month or so. <laughs> my own safety is not what I'm concerned with. It's my comfort level at home. Still getting texts. Your wife's like, don't bring those dirty lips into this house. <laughs> yeah. You're sleeping outside until you gargle gasoline. Oh my god. That might be a bit much. Nothing's too much for these people. Once you get worried about food safety, you don't care anymore about anything. For these people. You would rather poison people than let them enjoy their food. Uh, we're both married to these people. We can talk like this. Yeah, I, I, I yes. I know that world, so I can I can speak of them like this. It's annoying. I don't remember what burgers taste like <laughs> beyond just charred, <laughs> ruined pieces of meat a well-done burger is just like an ode to disappointment and failure it's the worst thing yeah maybe next time i go out without my wife i'll get something medium well just to stick it to her you don't i do that constantly anytime i'm not my wife i order what she would not let me order (laughs) show just bite into it and then show the meat that has a little bit of pink in it just 
his finger up. Sir, who are you flipping off? My wife. <laughs> yeah. is, is your camera over there? Like, no, I don't dare leave references to this. And you like look around, make sure no one's filming you. You, you made this burger. Get in this picture with me. Come on, man. There you go. Middle fingers up. <laughs> F you, this is my burger. My life. <laughs> Give me medium or give me death. What we're saying is married life gets weird sometimes. (laughs) You get vindictive about weird things. (laughs) Eat this burger slightly rare and you can't do anything about it. It's not controlling me. My wife and kids are going to China for Chinese New Year and I'm already planning out every meal. Like whenever my wife leaves me alone, everyone's like, are you eating okay? I'm like, I'm eating better than I've ever eaten. You know what I had for dinner last night? Chili. Are you eating okay? I've never eaten so much. It's great. You want to come to my house? I have Twinkies. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a glorious time when wife and kids are away. It's like, well, I can try and ruin this. <laughs> <laughs> How can I sabotage? Yeah, all her good work. It's over. Taco Bell day and night, baby. <laughs> If in a month I'm uh, no longer married, it's because I just went to Sam's Club and got a box of fruit gushers and called that dinner. I don't think I have to worry about you not being married. I have to worry about you being alive. (laughs) I think you'll be clinically dead if you eat that for dinner. I'll be fine. I've done it before. (laughs) Didn't kill me last time she left. Why would it kill Wait, wait, wait. Specifically, have you eaten gushers for dinner? No, probably not fruit gushers. Once for dinner, I ate a bag of little mini Kit Kats. And I started feeling bad about that, so I kind of bounced it out by eating a bag of carrots at the same time. So it was <laughs> baby Kit Kat, baby carrot, baby Kit Kat, baby carrot. Like these cancel out, right? I'm like at a neutral health level from this meal. No. Yeah, That's no is not right. How it, works. Uh, it was delicious and wonderful and convenient because I could, <laughs> I could eat with one hand and play computer with the other. <laughs> and that's what you need when your wife's not around. It's something you can eat while you're, you know, playing games. Yeah, got to use that time. You only, you only get so much time of freedom, and you're going to fit everything in. You're going to eat, play, and watch everything she won't let you in. <laughs> uh, we're not adults. We're children. <laughs> well, I am an adult until my wife leaves me alone, and then I revert. <laughs> as soon as you get married, you turn 40. Uh, it, you, they, you, they try to make you. It's when you fight it that it becomes kind of ugly. You pretend to be 40 until she's not looking. Yes. Well, or until somebody finds you out. It's like, hey, hey, this guy's not an adult yet. (laughs) Shh, shut up. I'm married. (laughs) So one time I went to Target buying a bunch of stuff. And I'm like, oh, I'll pick up one of those gift cards for Hearthstone. I bought a bunch of stuff and I put that on my credit card. And then I put the thing down like, and can you ring this up separately? I'm going to pay with cash. And the guy's like, I know what you're doing. And he gives me a little wink. He's like, no problem, sir. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. Is there a club for people like us? Like, is this a thing? Is, are there other people that I could be friends with? Because that would be great. Well, he bad is if you misread the situation. He's like, I get it. Wink. <laughs> And you check out, and then he just leaves the register and starts following you outside. <laughs> Undoing his pants. That's the code. You Buy a Blizzard gift card with cash. Everybody knows that's Utah code for follow me out and get a handy. <laughs> I've said it before and I'll say it again. Utah's a weird place. That's not even a real thing. You can't make up stuff. Blame <laughs> it on Utah and say, man, Utah's weird. <laughs>
I can. No, you, it's canon. It's been on this podcast. It's canon. That is not how it works. This is in Idaho. We're tapping your foot on the floor a certain way. Did you hear that one? No. So I can't even remember which senator. It was one of the Idaho senators was in a, a bathroom in like Florida or somewhere, and he was tapping his feet on the ground. And the guy next to him is like, "Oh, that's a code for butt sex." <laughs> what? <laughs> okay, we did know Florida was that kind of place. I can't remember which. Uh, okay, I gotta Google it. Which Idaho senator? Apologies, everybody, for hanging in there on this one. <laughs> it should be worth it. In an airport. <laughs> yeah, Larry Craig, that's it. <laughs> Larry Craig traveled from Idaho to Florida for whatever trip, and while he was there, he tapped his feet in a bathroom to unfortunately mimic a signal that all Floridians know is, yep, now let's do some butt sex. Ex-senator who pleaded guilty in gay sexting loses appeal. Wait, is this the same guy? Yeah, same guy. So he did on purpose. Apparently. Okay. So he knew the code, which is Apparently. worse, I think. I mean, I'm not judging. You want to tap that out in the bathroom and get your jollies off. I Sure. I'm just, I, can we know the code, too, yeah, so we don't thing, accidentally like, like, do it? Ever since I found out this, whenever I use the bathroom in an airport, I hold perfectly still. Like, I am, <laughs> I am not going to get myself in a situation where I have to explain, no, sorry, I just, you know, bouncy leg. Sit down, tap, 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 tap. Sir, I'll be over there to get your kidney in just a moment. What? No, 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 no. I'm just pooping. (laughs) Excuse me, sir? Are you still there? I gotta finish up with this guy. (laughs) Alright, I'll come murder you now. This is a very multitasking bathroom. (laughs) Yeah, Um, well, it's it's like one of those attendants who, like, in a fancy place, sits there in a tuxedo and gives you mints and a towel... This guy, he just sits there, waits for you to tap something, and either murders you or sticks his dick up your butt, depending on what you ordered. Thank you very much for listening. To find more podcasts from our network, head on over to www.digitalstrips.com. You can also find us at twitter.com slash digitalstrips, facebook.com slash digitalstrips, or soundcloud.com slash digitalstrips. 